Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back here on The Block, just off and rolling here on a Tuesday. We're calling it a Teach Tape Tuesday. A new thing we're bringing here to On the Block, where every Tuesday, we're going to have the Husker Hall of Famer, the nine-year NBA vet, the man to my left, my partner, Eric Strickland, put his basketball brain, his eyes, his sense, his knowledge to great work, helping you learn the game of basketball. Stricky, I'm excited about this. There are a lot of big plays that make highlights that we all see, but I'm excited for this too, because with your basketball eye and your sense, I'm excited to just see what, what comes to your mind too, as we continue this series and yeah. let's get people's input too. If yeah. there are plays they, they see, are you willing to break those down for them? Absolutely. Um, I, I love this part of it. I mean, this is my little Kenny jet, Kenny, the jet <laughs> run to the board, you know, my little <laughs> stumble to the board mode. I mean, maybe I'll have a, a little area at some point as we continue to uh, learn and grow in this space. I think that's a beautiful thing about the move is that, there's still ways that we can continue to grow and learn and we've got the shot clock in now. So there's, <laughs> there's all types of stuff that we can continue to do. And, and, and that's one of them that we feel that can be a, a good point to interact outside of the Sauter Heyman text line, outside of the LOVIP line, outside of the streams. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can also do it by way this way and just be able to commune in that same sense. So I love it. So the play that we're going to be talking about is one that the Husker men's basketball team tweeted out last night. It was, we'll set the stage for it here in just a sec, but they tweeted it out um, 9.37 last night. So if you're watching on stream or you're watching on the app, keep us open, keep the audio there. But if you have a way to pair the tweet with our audio, that's definitely going to be the best way to go through this breakdown. So let's set the, set the stage for this play here, Strike. It's 47-46 Nebraska. Riders made a little bit of a push to get back in the game. Uh, the possession before the play that we'll talk about Kase Tomonaga hits his second three of the game on an inbounds play. Ryder mm-hmm. lost him, didn't get out to cover him. Simple kind of give and go out to the three-point line. Uh, with Kase Tomonaga, the inbounder, two-rink mast, gives it right back to him in the corner in front of Nebraska's bench for three. Nebraska gets a stop down at the other end, and that brings us to this play. The first element of the play, we just got done talking about the big guys, so let's just finish that up. Rink mast, he's the one that starts this transition opportunity. He can test the shot at the rim. He grabs the rebound, finds his point guard, and then he trails. Walk us and the listeners through Rink Mass' role in this play. Well, first and foremost, uh, Rink Mass, again, is a, is, is a space eater. Uh, he challenges the shot, quick jumps with space, broad shoulders, rebounds, quick outlet to uh, Jamarcus, who is standing next to him. And what you see is a continual growth out of Jamarcus in this, in this instance in that he takes a look, he surveys the whole, uh, the landscape of the transition play, mm-hmm. sees who's with him, who's running, what type of, where the defense is, and does he have an advantage? Realizing that he does, Rink is ahead of the big man in that situation. Uh, at first, big man's kind of to the side of Jamarcus. No one picks him up. Great point guard um, IQ in this specific instance in that, Jamarcus realizes it, understands that no one's picked him up, hard dribbles right into the gap, which causes the guy that was actually covering Kese Tamanaga to take off, to have to stop the dribble, because if not, you have direct line. He realizes mm-hmm. it, feeds Kese into the corner, 
into his little nice sidestep three before the challenge can get there. Bucket. That's a run that ends up pushing the team to, I I think, close to nine points at that point. It would have been 53-46 at that juncture. Timeout rider. Right. Mm -hmm. Timeout rider, which then they never really got back as close as they did at that Mm -hmm. point in time. So it's a run, timeout. It gets Casey going. It gets energy in the building. It gets the team fired up and uh, give them a little bit more comfort and space as far as the score is concerned. And uh, I like it. I like it. And I, I love the growth of Jamarcus in that situation because he made the right play. Um, he held the ball. He pushed the ball. And this is what you hope to see out of Jamarcus a little bit more. I, I, he's getting there at times, too. He's just not finishing at the basket right now. Um, if I'm Jamarcus at that point realizing maybe not wanting to challenge big men, get into a midi. Mm. Like, you know, if I get an opportunity to speak to him, that is a shot I'd be working on because right now so many play, it's the hardest shot to shoot, but if you have it, it's one of the most dangerous shots. Ask Chris Paul has a long career, right. has a long career <laughs> right. with that midi. Mm-hmm. Um, but that mid range where you're pushing and the big man is there waiting on you instead of challenging the big man, trying to be creative with some form of, you know, keeping it away or risk getting it blocked or, you know, not able to take the contact and finish through it. That's one of the things I love because I love to jump into you with strength, hold you off, and then be able to finish. Some guys just, they're not able to do that. So then if you're not, then get into a midi. The midi is what's Mm -hmm. going to, at, at some point, cause the defense to make a decision because they know you're a midi guy. That's when you kind of pause, hold up as if you're going to shoot it, they come, and then now you're at the rim. So that's that's why the media is so uh, valuable in those situations, and I would advise him to work on that one. I keep watching this play back, and you mentioned the, the hard dribble from Jamarcus Lawrence. If you're on Twitter watching the play with us, watch his eyes. He gets the ball, he's dribbling with his right hand, but you see him scan from left to right mm-hmm. to be able to take that cross-court look first to get the defense in rotation, yep. and then he scans back to the right. He sees uh, 33 for Ryder, Kind of put a hand out, like, hey, I got him. He's my guy. Mm-hmm. He attacks 33. So with Rink trailing, that's Rink's guy. That's the guy that was guarding Rink. Yep. Max. So he drew the trail guy's defender, but he attacked 35, taking that step inside for the dish to Kese Tomonaga. And it's that acceleration, too. Takes that. He's jogging up the floor. He's getting going. He's pushing. But you can see him put his foot on the gas pedal and go. You're like, okay, here's my opportunity. Mm-hmm. Let's attack this. There wasn't nearly enough of that last year. We spent all January and February saying Nebraska needs to push a little bit more tempo. And with Jamarcus Lawrence still, you know, learning how to be a college point guard, I think this play is a big step in his growth there. There's no doubt about it. You, you, you know, he's, he's, he's understanding where he fits in the role that they want him to play. Um, He's still getting good shots, especially off transition or, uh, off of the pick and rolls where guys are stepping behind, mm-hmm. the next the next level of his progression is going to be to knock that shot down. You, you're they're going to until you hit those shots, they're going to continue to go under, mm-hmm. which is going to give you that opportunity to step mm-hmm. behind it. A couple times they even went under on Kase. Um, if that's going to be the case, you should murder them, mm-hmm. and those are shots that in in practice you should be working on. Everything that you watch on film, like even as we watch right here, there should be a progression to each opportunity because guess what? There is going to be a point where guys stay with Kase. Mm-hmm. 
That's a that's then hard dribble hesitation, hard dribble force big man over, and it's either a bounce pass because see what most people want to do is throw the cross pass, but guess what hands are hands, hands are rotations to to go out this way as opposed to down. So it's got to be a bounce pass in those situations, or. You're going bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly. When you place your first wager at bet MGM, simply download the bet MGM app and sign up using code champion 150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wagers outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlay, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. To hard dribble to MIDI, pop their eyes out which then on scouting reports or in throughout that game, the big is going to say, oh, wait, if I ever see that again, I've got to get over to him because he's he's hit us one or two times on that. That's when the next growth of the progression mm-hmm. is hezzy, go, fake pull, drop, or fake pull, kick, because now guys are going to start to flow back thinking mm-hmm. they, they, they know you're capable. Mm-hmm. Once they know you are, then that changes and adds an extra layer to your counters. We saw one instance of that. It was off an offensive rebound. Um, Casey Tominaga would have been on the Nebraska-Iowa border for a shot. Yeah. And here's the thing. Last year in March, he probably he takes shot that it. shot. Mm-hmm. But he sees Ryder's guy flying at him. Crisp overhead pass, Josiah Alec gets a dunk. So going under Casey Tominaga in his return to action may be defensible, but I think Casey showed that he's still not scared to shoot. He's going to get it going in the next couple weeks. Yeah, once it, because that's the hardest thing for it to come off of is, is because you don't have the same lift. Mm-hmm. You don't have the same off-the-dribble type. Of, it, it's going to take some time to get, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But what you did see from Casey too, is off, off of late clocks or situational where he ends up pick and roll with either Alec or Mass that pocket drop pass, that's going to be there for Casey and that group. And you saw Mast, in one of those instances, make a great pass out to the corner after receiving because rotation comes. Mm-hmm. Next thing is either strong side or weak because the help normally is going to come from that side, that 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 either that strong side or that weak side. Mm-hmm. So it's either going to be the weak or strong. He made the right play and ends up with a wide open jumper. I think uh, C.J. Wilcher in the in the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the the Tomanaga and, and either master Alec two man game because what you can do is you can get Casey going to his strong hand, his left hand, 
he can make that pocket pass with his dominant hand to a pair of right-handed big men mm-hmm. on that right side of the floor. You have both both parts of that pick and roll going to their dominant hand, which I think is good. The other K-State element of, of this play really is two parts. First of all, K-State hit one of the possession before he was hunting that next possession. You know, he hit hit the one in the first half, was cold. He got one to go, and you're like, okay, I'm back. I'm feeling it now. So what he does, Strick, how important was it for him to space all the way out to the corner? And just what is that like, you know, being in a full sprint down the court to be able to stop your feet, stop your momentum, rise straight up and shoot that three? Well, that's what they should be doing at all times. It, it's, 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 um, that's, that's, those are really things that we practiced in the league, even in college, is, is we sprint. Now, um, our sprints in most cases led to a cross under, which led to a potential shot on the other side or on the strong side with a screen either from the first rim runner and, and or the trail uh, guy if the trail guy wasn't a shooter. Mm. Um, they're running a little bit different than they used to in that they're actually running for space. I still think they should run for layup first mm-hmm. because layup in an opportunity that they don't have is an opportunity for a late kick out mm-hmm. to a trailing sure. mast or a drop off to a dunking Jop or Alec mm-hmm. or a weak side to that not 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 the corner no but to that that weak side um, you know um, elbow type yeah. shot you yeah. know what I mean mm-hmm. at the arc. Mm-hmm. So those are the things that their run for layup is not necessarily always for you. Either you bang that thing, if you're C.J. Wiltshire or somebody like that, that may not, you know, elevate at the same level as like a Bryce, because Bryce, somebody, get Bryce, Bryce tested somebody last mm-hmm. night. You, mm-hmm. you mess around and find He's out. He's going to get one. You know, and you, you guys know, listening, mess around and find out. You know <laughs> what I'm really talking about. Yeah. Um, but but there's where those opportunities are going to present themselves, Austin. Mm-hmm. And that's why I like run for opportunity. And you're seeing that Jerron Coleman and you're seeing that uh, Marcus are pushing with probe mentalities to try to find something. And if nothing's there, they're getting into their stuff a lot of, lot better in that transit. I love that part of it. Absolutely. So a 64-50 win for Nebraska over Ryder. We just spent 10 minutes breaking down one play, the rink mast element, the Jamarcus Lawrence element, the Kasei Tomonaga element of the three that put Nebraska up 53-46, to 46, forced Ryder to call a timeout, and was early on in that game-sealing 17 nothing run for the Huskers. We'll do this every Tuesday. If you see a play on social media and there's a clip of it, send it to us. At Eastrick20, at Austin underscore Orman, tag us in it, send it to us, message us, whatever it looks like. Give us that clip. We'll go through the submissions each week. And we'll break a play down. I think it's going to be be really good once we get video up and running fully as well to be able to show you as we're talking over it live on the stream. But again, you can send it to the text line as well, 402-464-5685. If there's a basketball play that you have your send eyes it. on. Let's send break it. it down. And you're a football guy, so I'm sure if there's a Let's football play down. too, we can break it Let's down. Let's break it down. I, I, definitely, uh, I definitely could do that as well, man. I, I really love uh, this part of... Um, our our new element of what mm-hmm. on the block is. This is an on the block moment. Sometimes you're gonna catch some guys on the block, literally. <laughs> Rink mass. Yeah. Rink mass worked out a little bit on the block. Did you see the one where he got the ball in the middle of the paint 
shot fakes up, steps through the double team, and finishes at the rim. See, I, mm-hmm. some, some, sometimes I don't understand that you don't, you can't teach that. It's feel. That's feel. Mm-hmm. And a guy that has that kind of feel, I don't care what level you're playing at. Mm-hmm. That that's something. I think you're going to continue to see it. They're going to have a, a high major challenge against Oregon State mm-hmm. real soon. They're going to have, um, you know, I I got to do another game Wednesday. Which Stony is tomorrow. Brook. Is it tomorrow? It's tomorrow. Stony Brook. God, quick turnaround. Quick turnaround. <laughs> got to do Stony Brook tomorrow. But uh, at the same time, I'm looking forward to watching as they continue to move up. I think the scheduling is set perfect for mm-hmm. this team to be able to look at different things because you saw a little bit more athleticism. A little. They didn't shoot the ball very well, but they're going to understand because you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't practice that. Like no. you can practice hard. But it's not the same as when you're facing that type of pressure and that type of three-quarter man pressure. Mm-hmm. It, you, you can't really duplicate that, no. you know, not with a scout team. No. So to get that in game and then to watch how you handled it, that's, that's stuff that they're going to learn, they're going to get better at. It was the same thing that happened to them last year where they, they played certain games and then they end up playing against St. John's. And remember, they got kind of ran out. It was yep. because the speed of the of the St. John's team they just hadn't seen. Mm-hmm. But you can tell by the end of the season they got a little bit more comfortable and they were able to win a stretch of games that, you know, put them close to getting into the NIT. Stony Brook Wednesday, Oregon State on Saturday up in Sioux Falls, then Duquesne back here to wrap up the Cornhusker Classic a week from tomorrow. Great stuff from the Husker Hall of Famer, the nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Again, if you have any basketball or football clips that you want him to break down on Tuesdays, send them over the weekend so we can take a look at them and review them and go from there. But we're playing the shootout, brought to you by Buffalo Wings and Rings, the shootout with Strick. It's four questions for him. It's four questions for you. If you beat him, 30 bucks to Buffalo Wings and Rings is yours. If not, the champ is in the building. Those are the stakes. Call now, 402-464-5685 on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline. We'll play the shootout with Strick to wrap up Hour 1 of On the Block in just a minute.